Hello and welcome to Tipsy Tolstoy, Russian literature for the inebriated. I'm Matt Garrismovich, a PhD student in Russian lit. And I'm Cameron Lalana. This is a podcast where me and my good pal Cameron get to unwind from our week with some Russian literature and a drink or two. This week, no Russian literature per se, however, discussions of Russian literature more generally and the podcast more generally to come. We're getting to a, a level where we're not talking about literature, we're talking about ourselves talking about literature, which as we all know right. is the most enjoyable arc of any given content creator. That's <laughs> great. We're thinking about rebranding to something to like represent that. I was thinking maybe meta, unless that's already taken. No, I don't no, I don't think so. I think that'd be I haven't one. heard of anything yeah. like that. So we're really excited to announce a new series where it's only a <laughs> retrospective. So we're going episode by episode, playing it and then commentating on it. And I think people right. will really enjoy that. Right. Well, at least for the first season, which then the second season becomes a retrospective on the retrospective <laughs> of that episode. So, you know, we're really making sure we have all of our bases covered. I mean, hey, we're 70 episodes in. We've covered all of Russian literature. There is no more to cover. <laughs> Quietly in the corner, Matt is like setting fire to each of his copies of, of Dostoevsky. Yeah, you, well, right. I mean, that would be convenient for me uh, to not have to read that anymore before my exams in the spring but yeah don't you have to read like literally everything left you have not read of dostoevsky before your exams i have to read everything left of russian literature i haven't <laughs> read which is like i've read a lot but there's oh it just keeps going yeah that's that's a tough one yeah yeah <laughs> so i i would really relish in the opportunity to be able to set everything on fire that i haven't read right at least mm -hmm. working in your favor is the historically high literacy rates in the russian empire when you go far enough back you know that is true <laughs> it, it does make it easier when only like five people can read and write <laughs> well even in that era we're still forgetting most of them that's like who else do you read besides pushkin and the other what was it the other one you mentioned who wrote the the god of um the little gods of Russia or something similar. Uh, you know, it was it was only Pushkin, I think. Only yeah, it was only it was the only illiterate man in He's Russia. He's writing for himself, yeah. <laughs> the only illiterate man in the Russian Empire. Well, um Correct. anyway, so that's that's a, a long introduction. Uh this is as we, as I talked about, uh we mentioned in our last episode, finishing up for now our time with Vasily Grossman. This is just a little episode talking about our year of Tipsy Tolstoy and giving you a little insight into what's coming up next, which you probably already guessed because of the title, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Oh, I forgot about that yeah. pesky title. They do have future knowledge. That is that is a tough one about titling. I've I've been advocating for more obfuscating titles, but Matt says that's bad for mm. SEO or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, wow, I really should have done a, a better sort of strategic set of posts on social media building up to the release of what we're reading next year but i had already told uh, everybody in our discord chat about it so i feel like basically everybody who cared knew about it <laughs> and if you're listening and you care about it and you're not in our discord chat you should you should hop on in there check out uh, the bio on our instagram page for the link or well get, it's, it's in our link, link tree wherever you find links you can find it as long as you find Probably. a link you'll find a way if you find a link you click that link <laughs> You get an email and it says download this .exe file. You download that and you run that file. You <laughs> run that bad boy. You say Windows Defender, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so well, I guess our first surprise is already kind of blown, but we're going to be covering War and Peace beginning in January. So we got a, a pretty big blockbuster 
for for you coming out. <laughs> <It's a> blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about. So I was. I know we're getting off topic already, and this is one of the main complaints we get. But I was trying to buy a copy of War and Peace, and you would not believe how hard it was for me to find one in person. I checked every bookstore in in my city, and the local bar- mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble has no copies of war and peace however they did have sergey bondarchuk's like six hour <laughs> film adaptation sure, sure not the book just a film adaptation which i guarantee no one has ever gone to that barnes and noble to buy. no one's asked about that no they really haven't except me except when i called every barnes and noble in the country to ask them for that <laughs> just to see if they would <laughs> which yours did so props to them yeah 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 so thank you central valley Yep, for yep. preserving culture. But anyway. It's kind of surprising, though, because I feel like it's basically War and Peace, Anna Karenina, and Crime and Punishment you can find at, like, a general Barnes & Noble. Yeah, no. Not not at mine. Not at yours? Not at mine. Oh, maybe not at mine either. I don't know. I don't really go to Barnes & Noble. Go to my local Barnes & Noble. My local bookstore. The, the state of literature in the Central Valley is not great, so my local bookstore is a Friends of the Library. Um, and they're they're good for certain things, but consistent access to russian literature is not one of them yeah i've been spoiled by the university library and i don't know how i'm gonna come to live with myself when i uh, no longer have access to it yeah i have well i have a university nearby me but the thing is their library they remodeled it and they wanted to make it more of a third space so they got rid of most ah, of their books sure. in favor of sitting rooms so there's just like one basement not a very big basement either where all their books are that they kept that's not awesome. a great have four books enjoy <laughs> yeah they're in, yeah, like their entire slavic literature section is like uh, one single bookshelf oh that's good not both sides of it by the way that's good yeah so war and peace cameron war and peace yeah um we're finally doing it is it the most requested book we've gotten no not by a long shot <laughs> that would be dostoevsky anything that by would dostoevsky. probably be brothers karamazov yeah i would say but I don't feel like reading Brothers Karamazov right now, quite frankly, and doing a whole series on it because it's not my specialty and it's going to take me a lot longer to do prep work. And I prefer it. I don't, I prefer to make it so only Cameron has to do a lot of prep work, not me, <laughs> because I get to be the lazy podcast host. That is my real role. It's a it's a vaunted position to be in. Yes, it's a highly sought after. I would say. <laughs> uh, yes. So. War and Peace will be taking up about not quite half of the year, but close to half of the year. So um, if if you factor in the fact that we're going to take a summer break next year, then yes, it does almost minus one week take up. Oh, it actually does take up oh, d- with half that. the year minus okay. one. Never mind. Take that back. So it does. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not a huge in War and Peace, I apologize in advance, but you just saw what we did with Stalingrad. That's a book that no one cares about, except for us and a small group of you who we were very thankful to. So you should have known. Actually, surprisingly, more of you cared about Stalingrad than I really thought. That was, yeah, that was actually, that was funny. I think our, our longer series are always our highest viewed uh, when you count in like legacy views. Stalingrad was surprisingly, I, I've got to say for those of you listening, the one that had the most consistent views. Usually like there's a precipitous drop off of viewership between every single episode in a long series. Mm-hmm. Stalingrad had the most consistent viewership. It had the one that had like the least amount of dro- first to second episode, huge drop off. But after that, pretty consistent. Whereas like Anna Karenina, when we first started releasing it, there's like half of the viewership for each successive episode. And now over time, it's been built up pretty high, but it was it was interesting to see those different dynamics in action. I just need to complain once more about the online Dostoevsky community because 
that's like always our most requested book and then we do it and then people don't listen to it (laughs) (laughs) we get like we like lose engagement like very quickly throughout it right um and you would think that the dostoevsky stuff that we had done would be like our highest listened episodes but no it actually has been in a so far which i mean makes sense so the quiet tolstoyans in the back your 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 listenership is being heard the silent majority <laughs> but Thank okay you. i'm not doing war and peace just to punish dostoevsky fans uh it also lines up really well with having just finished stalingrad mm-hmm. and i think it'll make an interesting sort of i don't want to call it a companion piece to stalingrad because it would be the, the other way around <laughs> uh, but I, I do think it'll be interesting to read it in that order for sure yeah yeah definitely i mean it's an interesting uh, it, we're we're going backwards in history, uh, in a sense where we've got uh, we've what is it for Stalingrad? Uh, Stalingrad is like Robert Chandler mentioned. He happens to know uh, correspondents in Ukraine right now who are reading Stalingrad. Not well, Grossman as a whole as a writer. And when Grossman is writing Stalingrad and other similar works, he was just reading War and Peace by Tolstoy. So we're working our way backward historically of of influence the chain of influence here. Yeah, more or less. Plus, I mean, it's just being called tipsy tolstoy we have like you know before we close this whole thing down we want to have had read war and peace not that we're planning on closing down shop anytime soon but it would be one of those things where i would feel like i couldn't wrap up this project without covering war and peace absolutely not we had to maybe we won't ever wrap it up maybe the world will be stuck with us forever (laughs) that's the hope it is (laughs) uh yeah but um so get ready uh start start your engines Get researching if you want to go read along with us. I don't know if we're going to be doing any... I'm sure we'll be doing events along the way. Some of this stuff is stuff we're planning in the background. We'll be talking more about it, especially as we come to the new year. For uh, you know those of you who are our patrons, you'll be, for example, we'll, we're going to be setting up a once a month uh, you know, drunk book club to go over and uh, chat about the novel and maybe go off and some other stuff. Uh, it's, it seems to be we, we tend to go off in a lot of directions similar to our podcast, but you know, the objective will be to talk about the book. We'll see how much we actually do at each one, but something to look forward to. Well, I can tell you we are going to be talking about it because we are going to be doing about 100 pages an episode, give or take some. So I, I just know already there's no way that over the course of a month we're going to get to every single passage that's important in War and Peace. So we're going to have a lot of leftover passages to talk about, not to mention uh, the fact that it's already... a fairly complicated book so it's gonna be i hope a rewarding book club yeah and a drunk one at that and a very drunk one at that for those partaking yes <laughs> for those of you who partake but yeah if you have any questions feel free to join our discord or email us at tipsy at gmail.com or matt's personal email uh matt <laughs> <laughs> if you can spell it <laughs> um that's the big one. I wanted to, at this point, if you don't mind us transitioning a little bit, Matt. I don't mind. We wanted to just give you all, uh, for all of our, our listeners, to all of our patrons uh, who have been sitting with us, we are now, uh, we're recording this on the 5th of December, which I only say because we released our very first episode of Tipsy Tolstoy on December uh, December 3rd, 2020. That's not right. Yeah, that, that, that is right. December 3rd, 2020. It's so long ago, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> I know. Um, so some of you have been here for two years. Some of you have not been here. Most of you actually have not been here for two years. But 
Wow. Some of you have been here from when I was just posting on Instagram about this before I even we even had a podcast proof of concept and we were just like, yeah, we're going to do this. So if that's one of you. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bradley, just uh, I know we said this a lot. We've been saying this a lot recently, but I don't think we could say it enough. Thank you for sticking around and listening to us. It's I, I, I don't I didn't have any expectations when we started this two years ago. I just thought it could be. I, I was telling like my friends, you know, I don't know what this will turn into. I don't know if people will listen to it or not, but I've been doing radio for two years. So I'm already used to like, I think no one listening to a lot of work I do for, for years at a time. <laughs> and it is, it is wild to actually see people listen to and respond and engage and buy merch and join a discord for what we do. It's, it's really surreal. So I uh, thank you. It's, it's really amazing. Every, every time I think of it. Thank you, and tell your friends about Tipsy Tolstoy. <laughs> Continue my sense of unreality. If there are enough of you, eventually I might fully tip over into the other realm and I can finally escape this dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Set him free. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe that I've stuck around for this long. This is the longest I've consistently done anything in my life. Yeah. That's that's a funny thing. Both of us, we have lots of ideas, and I feel like we tend to drop things after a month or two things of doing anything. And I'm the same, that this is the longest, most consistent project I've ever worked on. And it's really funny that both of us have the exact same tendency, tendency of managed to hold each other in check in, <laughs> for, for years. I know. I, th- I think I think it's good, yeah. because otherwise, I you know, if it was just me, I probably would have flaked by now. Yeah. Would have done gone through the first three episodes, and like, all right, well, we can sit on our laurels for a little bit. <laughs> a little bit yeah we you know we've been there we've done that yeah the podcast has gone through we, we've we've had a lot of different eras we've thrown a lot of spaghetti at the wall i think we're we're closing in on kind of we we have a better idea of what we know works and i think you can see that in the fact that we do, do serious that objectively yeah maybe stalingrad was a bad idea but it ended up being great just both for reading perspective and also engagement perspective yeah i think also it's you know we've been doing it long enough that i don't really care <laughs> uh to a certain degree because Stalgro is a series that I really personally wanted to do very badly and so it felt great the whole time that we were going through and doing it it was just so much fun yeah and I hope that that comes through I hope it comes through on all of our episodes but definitely not all of them are as much fun as that series was no yeah like I think we mentioned this before but when we did our three weeks of what is to be done <laughs> that was the worst three weeks of my life <laughs> <laughs> I hated every second of it. That was the series where we learned to look at page counts before we commit to <laughs> things. That was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that was not that was not good. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't didn't like it. For any of you looking to commit to any literary projects, don't commit to four hundred pages a week. <laughs> Would not recommend. We had to read uh, what is to be done, uh, Chernyshevsky's for a class that I was mm-hmm. taking, and it was assigned. Uh, in one week along with some other things and uh, a few people had, were complaining about like oh this is you know it's so long gotta read it in one week and i was like <laughs> <laughs> just maniacally laughing at the background getting the war flashbacks of when we had uh, decided to do that as you tell them oh try reading this in one week recording a podcast creating material to advertise it on social media good times baby good times good times Really loved it. Yeah. Really loved it. Really loved it. Um, really loved it. Yeah. But yeah, we've we've done a lot so far, but I still get a little itch. Like I mm-hmm. want to do some more stuff. I want to 
keep trying new things because that's fun to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of how, as a little spoiler, we've actually roughly planned out what 2023 is going to look like. There's some wiggle room. We've got some people who want to come onto the podcast and we're trying to see where we can fit them in. But we are going to keep trying to do new things with a more experienced eye now, more experienced hand. So as you may have already noticed, our our header has changed from Tipsy Tolstoy, Russian literature for the inebriated, to uh, Tipsy Tolstoy alone. And uh, that's not just us wanting alone. to shorten. Sad. Alone. <laughs> Tipsy Tolstoy lonely. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not just because the uh, old name was really long. Uh, first of all, we just call ourselves Tipsy Tolstoy, so it just makes more sense uh, on one level. But on another level, um, as I think a lot of the discipline for and here's me talking about your discipline matt a lot of the discipline of like slavic studies has has been coming to a reckoning this year with the major major focus on russian specific literature for your field and russian politics for when i was studying this field and there has been a conscious attempt to branch out a little more and there's a lot of other um peoples and cultures and literatures we're talking about in the in the central um central and eastern european and central asian area as a whole and that's something that we also want to reflect going forward too not as a total change of purview but as a you know a broadening of what we're interested in covering in the future yeah it's on one hand of course we always do our best to kind of dissect the best that we can the best that we know the authorship of what we're reading and you know how this author may have considered themselves in terms of nationality and whatnot but even if you do that, you're still putting them on a podcast where the tagline is Russian literature for the inebriated, implying in some way that it is related to or dominated by Russia, which is not necessarily our intent. It's our primary focus. And like Cameron said, it's still going to be that. But we kind of just wanted to broaden a little bit and give us some more room to cover things within our region and maybe even, you know, outside of it. Uh, I'd like to stick to things that I'm a moderate expert on, but, you know, who cares? Yeah. We're getting far enough in. We're going to do some... I I really... I want to get to doing things that, like, nobody has heard of. Yeah. Or, you know, using the platform we have for uh, things, uh, authorship, for just to, you know, uh, give the little space we have to signal boost some people. Maybe they're already, you know, bigger than us, but, hey, it might be some a couple of new people which i'm always if a couple of new people find something they like i'm always happy with that and plus i mean our our specialty is specifically in like russian studies but we have a lot of friends and we we met a lot of people when we were we've been studying and so we know people from other places around eastern europe and central asia so certainly uh it's it's like it's something that we have to do learning around and i don't want to want to go about this irresponsibly but also you know, like other areas, it would be as easy. I want to go about it irresponsibly. Yeah, okay, well, Matt does. Brazenly, <laughs> but, brashly. Yeah, but for like some other, <laughs> for some other areas in the in, in this region, we have friends or people we know or people we study with who we could just go to and be like, hey, what, do people, what are people reading today? I mean, those are great resources to bring forth like very relevant writers and we haven't some places like one guy we're one maybe want to reach out to soon is when i hung out with him in um he wasn't he wasn't russian but he was studying st petersburg at the same time we were and so when i hung out with him he would just go to bookstores and like explain to me the russian authors that he thought were phonies <laughs> he, like walked in he's That's like good. oh my god 
Palavin, such an overrated writer. It was just like that was our whole hanging out, just him complaining about Palavin. So like, all right, well, we got great access to people who got strong opinions in literature. Let's let's make use of that. Right, that's what I mean. That's how I want to do it irresponsibly. I don't want uh, people who have knowledge of literature. I want people with strong opinions. (laughs) That's fair. Mm -hmm. So anyways. Yeah, anyway, not too many specifics for now, but it's always kind of been our intent. So we're, we're hoping to integrate that more this year. And speaking of things we're integrating more of this year, Matt, I'm going to hand the microphone over to you metaphorically for a little bit because we both have microphones right in front of our faces. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we got some upcoming exciting PR-related changes from corporate and their (laughs) uh, Department of External Affairs that they've passed down to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, They told us that we're now going to be on TikTok at Tipsy Tolstoy. So go follow us. We have no content up right now, but <laughs> soon that'll be changed. Uh, maybe by the time you hear this, there will be content on there. I don't know. Uh, you know, we have to see where the youth are. We have to see what they're doing, what they're watching, and we got to be there. <laughs> we have to infiltrate Slavic literature <laughs> and then make everybody else listen to Slavic literature. <laughs> so that's our goal with TikTok. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing on TikTok, but you know, we're there, so enjoy. We're learning about it. We're we're understanding. I've I've recently learned what a what is it? A voiceover audio? An audio overlay? Sure. Yeah, something like that. I've I've recently learned what that is. So mm-hmm. making big strides in understanding this technology. I just see other people online now <laughs> that make like reels or TikToks that are like way less informative than what we do on the podcast and they get like so many views and I'm like okay I could do that so <laughs> I decided to stop complaining to Cameron like three times a day and just do it myself um so I don't have to angrily pace around my kitchen <laughs> as you yelled like why does this less informative content has 10 million views exactly not naming any names but it, well it could be anybody really could be. <laughs> <laughs> really really could be anybody yeah so now i've got well now we gotta we gotta we've got to come out of our our face for radio phase and come into our face for tiktok phase um right yeah so don't right. know what that means but i think it's time for a makeover might be banned for wearing my fish hat we should get an intern an intern <laughs> and an intern your job is just to like make tiktoks <laughs> you know um i used to oversee a program for like youth in media and one of the things was was, <laughs> was making tiktoks and we'll see if any of them are still interested in doing that yeah i mean we can't pay but i'll hey I don't know, program i ran form. didn't i <laughs> <laughs> used to it. well yeah there you go that should be good yeah but speaking of tiktok mm. and social media and video content it is time for ye old tipsy tolstoy to get on that uh content recycling train baby (laughs) i just have been doing thinking lately and i think like i said we i believe that we make a lot of really good content i stand behind the content that we make however i want to figure out a way to get it onto more platforms so that we have a little bit more visibility because uh you know we've been doing this for two years that's a pretty long time in the podcasting world but it's not really in the grand scheme of things that long of a time so we're having really good growth. We had great growth this year, but it's still slower than we'd like. So we're trying to figure out how to get our content down across more platforms. And one of the ways that we're looking at doing this is starting to steer into a little bit of video content, a little bit of podcast video that we can then 
edit down into clips and shorter videos and kind of share across more platforms to hopefully get more people kind of interested. Bring it back to the original product, our, our original, you know, is it 49 secret herbs and spices? Am I mixing up two different fast mm-hmm. food chains here? Is it seven herbs and spices? How many is it? What, what does KFC say? 11 herbs and Kevin, spices. Wow. This is why I wasn't able to woo Colonel Sanders in the, <laughs> the dating simulator that we played. <laughs> Couldn't even name the number of spices in the chicken. Yeah, you got to know those things if, if you uh, want to have your ear shot at love with the Colonel. Yeah, that's important. Okay, well, putting out that video content to bring people back to our original recipe of our podcast with the 11 herbs and spices. And uh, right. it's, all, it's all one big grift. Uh, and, and the, the grift is getting grift. people to like our content so they listen to the full form podcast i guess that's not technically a grift but yeah it's more a grift on us because we've provided it for free <laughs> only asking for voluntary donations in return which so. again i know um again for all of you who do give money to our free content just an incredible thank you and also well you know have the knowledge that the we can only do three episodes a month because of your support <laughs> yep basically and even that, boy, did we miscalculate that. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, we did miscalculate the financials on that a little bit, but, you know, we, we overcome, we overcame, and we'll uh, keep overcoming. Benny Vici. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else for this fine December bonus episode? No, that's it for now. That's it for now. Um, looking forward to bringing War and Peace to you all. Already started reading it. Um, so that's exciting. The only copy I could find was uh, Pever on Volochansky, and if you've been around for long enough, you know that we have a long-running beef with them. And uh, it's been it's been a while since I've read one of their translations. I like it more than I, I thought I would, but I also, now having, after having read so many Tolstoy translations by other people, it's really, really seeing some of the criticisms in a way that I didn't when I read Master and Margarita by them with no, um, no other context. <laughs> But um, yeah, we don't really have a recommended translation for this read. I know people will give us, will ask us about this. Where I think we are going to be working off of the translation by Anne Dunigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an older one, so it's not easier. It's not super easy to find. We are going to have affiliate links on our website for all of the major translations. So you could just pick the one that you would prefer to read and. You can still support the podcast mm-hmm. that way, should you so choose. Indeed. I thought that was the easiest way to go about it. I think so, too. But yeah. But anyways, if you got any questions for us, always feel free to email us. I will be lurking around our email inbox to respond, tipsytolstoy at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, sponsorships, networks, wink, wink, <laughs> feel free to reach out to us. And remember, if it's funny enough, we might read it on the podcast, like a couple of select funny comments. enough, we probably will (laughs) (laughs) or if you validate us like the one and only person who apparently is besides me is who reads uh, both uh not paulo coelho who am i thinking of paulo reads paulo ferra i'll let that one (laughs) 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 reads paulo ferra and uh edward limonoff uh so Mm -hmm. you know if you got any extremely specific validation there's your outlet Yep, tipsytolstoy at gmail.com. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd link back. I'm not going to say what episode that was in because I honestly don't remember, but if I can find it before we post this episode, you can find the link to that one in the show notes. Well, anyways, thank you all for two years of Tipsy Tolstoy. 
Again, if you're interested in supporting the show through, you know, money, uh, you want to make sure we still have a show in another two years, check us out, patreon.com slash tipsytolstoy. I got a big old list of patrons that I'm going to read their names in my greatest appreciation. Um, that wasn't sarcastic. That's just the way that I talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a big thank you, as always, uh, to Jeff, Madeline, and Janice, Daniel, Darren, Daniel, Jack, Paige, Jesse, Lou, Irini, Brandon, Allison, Cole, Elise, Mysterious, Donor Dude, Joanne, Yitza, Alex, Stephanie, Julie, Eli, Caitlin, Brett, Isaac, Austin, Zachary, Pack, Rob, Maya, Amanda, Blake, Shannon, Elizabeth, Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that one in. Jacob. <laughs> Ah, it's supposed to be Jacob. I don't know why I said Jacob. Um, <laughs> and our newest patron, James. Uh, podcasting is not free, especially when you commit yourself uh, to making three episodes a month with only the ability to pay an editor for two of those episodes a month, and it takes up all of your money. Oops, we did it again. Um, <laughs> two, kind of. Grad school's, grad school's still not paying very well, but we might be getting a union, so that probably still won't change anything. Uh patreon.com slash tipsy tolstoy what more can i say it's great we post things there uh we haven't been posting as much as we should but just know we feel bad about that (laughs) (laughs) take solace in that knowing that just know that we will uh upon lent uh undertake well did you does the orthodox Orthodox church do lent yes okay perfect when lent comes around we will be getting out the self-flagellation devices um correct yep Suit, yeah, and then definitely, mm-hmm. you know, 20 lashes. I don't know what per patron for per patron. <laughs> <laughs> not me, I, 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 yeah, I'm not committing to this. That's fine. I'll finally make my dad proud of me by uh, going to a Filipino uh, Catholic event and letting them like one of the okay. weird ones where they like the weird where like they really do actually like a lot of self flagellation and like putting someone up on a cross. Uh, finally, sure. finally, my sure. uh, my the Catholic side of my family will love me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well. With that personal detail <laughs> no, at the end of the episode. Uh, my the, my dad, my father's not Catholic, and the, that's uh, the family. I don't think it's religious either. <laughs> All right, yeah, walk it back. Yeah, walk it back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue with the the, the outro. <laughs> no, that, that's the outro. <laughs> I just assume it's going to fade out with Bella Child playing triumphantly yeah. in the background. And you commentating it as it's happening. Right. Well, it's always funnier when you commentate it. Yes, <laughs> always. Mm-hmm. It's even funnier when you extend Is the joke funny? out too far. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be like way faster. <laughs>